0: Yeah, we're live. Good morning.
1: Oh, is- <laughs> hi, Hi. Uh,
0: good morning. I love the, the little like uh, surprise live, like Sevon always does it too. We'll be in here talking and all of a sudden I'll just see a pop up on the screen and I'm like, okay, here we go.
1: Okay. So you're doing, you're inflicting everything that Sevon inflicts on you and me this morning.
0: It's just, it's how I grew up. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just a product of my environment. That's all. That's
1: all. You really are. You really are.
0: Don't blame me. So, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I mean, we just wrapped this phenomenal event. You and me in Austin, Texas, at the same venue that we we're gonna have the CrossFit for Health Summit with Dr. Gabriel Lyon, and I mean that event literally blew my mind. How about you?
0: It was great. I I thought it went really well. Um, that was the first time I've ever like been closely involved with like a high level thing like that. Um, and it was awesome. I was I was excited. It went really smooth. We actually. There is no, like, major hiccups.
1: Touch wood, uh, there were no major hiccups whatsoever, and it actually took me by surprise, because normally, like, we have to kind of, like, just move, like, in the moment, like, figure things out, like, there's not enough food, or the AV goes out, or something Mm -hmm. happens, but this was, like, pretty seamless. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that speaks volumes to your organization and planning and everything else because it was so ran through that like every minute I knew exactly where we were supposed to be and what was going down. And it was extremely helpful because you knew whether we were on time, we were off time. Like, do we need to speed up? Do I have to smack somebody around? You know, what's going down? <laughs> it's so funny
1: though, because when I was doing, creating those random shows in the spreadsheets, I was like, well, how would Dave run this event? Like how would like Dave being as anal and navy seal like as he is (laughs) (laughs) running events and i always like picture you know when the volunteers run out on the games fields to like change equipment and stuff i'm always like okay okay this is phenomenal like just watching that production take place like always blew my mind so it's dave dave's inspiration
0: see you're just a product of your environment too
1: Whatever, Matt. I don't <laughs> like to call myself that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everybody who's joining the show. Uh, Denise was originally scheduled to be on today. For some of you guys that don't know, Savon basically was stuck on a highway in Oregon for several hours. As he was driving to Idaho, there was a accident that had happened several um, hours before he got there, and they were stuck. So he called it uh, halfway through, and he is continuing the journey this morning. So you guys are stuck with me again. And uh, Denise, man. we'll get you reschedule. Lucky them. <laughs> um, I guess this, the Susan Noah ran through means. <laughs> Did I use that? For, okay. Well, all right. Off to a great start.
1: I don't know what it means. What does it mean?
0: Uh, it's like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it bad?
0: Let me put it in a sentence and I think you could deduct what it means. You're at a, a nightclub and you go, oh, there's that one trick. And then your friend goes, damn, bro, careful. She's been ran through.
1: <laughs> I'm way too old for that language.
0: <laughs> so that's, what, that's well, what that means.
1: I mean, Susan was ran through a lot this weekend for sure.
0: <laughs> ran over. So, so I, I have a question, though, because I was thinking about it afterwards. Like, how did you meet Dr. Gabrielle Lyon? Oh, here's Caleb. Oh, morning, basically through,
1: through CrossFit, actually. So, um, hey, Caleb. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? Really way more excited, obviously, than you are.
3: <laughs> that that is Caleb be, excited.
4: He's <laughs> 10 out of 10.
1: I've never had a man be less excited to see me in my life.
3: I feel pretty pumped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I we goodness. all
1: express emotion differently, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you meet Dr. Oh. Gabrielle Lyon?
1: So uh, when Julie Foucher was working with us at CrossFit Health, when Eric Rosa took over, she started doing these like CrossFit Health webinars with experts. Mm -hmm. Um, And she knew Gabrielle uh, from, you know, just like doing similar work and maybe having her on her podcast. And so Gabrielle came on and did a webinar for us. And we had like a pre-webinar meeting. And I remember um, like... Julie was late, so it was just me and Gabrielle. And like as we met, we immediately like, I literally like, we just like fell in love with each other. Well, I actually can't speak for her, but I fell in love with her. She has this phenomenal energy, and she's just like so real and cool. And she walks her talk. And I'm very drawn to authentic people. Mm. I met some people this weekend that I feel the same way about. And um, yeah. So that's and then we we just became friends.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. And did you know some of those uh, speakers that were there? Prior, or were you meeting a lot of new friends as well too?
1: Kristen Holmes, I knew from before, and she's just phenomenal. Like she was, she actually did a talk at the games one year for us, like one of the panels when when we were still in, when Crossfit was still involved with the Whoop. Um, Jason, no, the others I just heard of. I mean, mm. Evie Pampiris, the ex CIA agent, I read her book. Mm-hmm. um bedros i had met through you know just through gabrielle don yeah. salad you know i had interviewed don for Revita fest and he i love that man like he is just so 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 special um ben newman what a nice guy as well um mm-hmm. cody sanchez i've been a huge fan of so meeting her was insane
0: yeah she was cool and I, all of them were phenomenal yeah phenomenal but I don't Who was you your favorite Oh, see, you beat me to the punch. You, you knew I was gonna ask. You <laughs> your play, it was. Um, you know, I liked them all. Obviously, I got to spend a lot more time with uh Don. He was like super personal, so I was like hanging with him. I felt like him and I were like bros afterwards. Um, but if I had to, if I had to pick, like, who I would like double down and get to have a lunch with, it would either be Cody Sanchez or be Bedros. And obviously just because they're super business forward and focused on like money and growing businesses. And that's just very what, what I'm interested in. So I would just love to be able to like talk to them, especially uh, Cody seemed like she was like really quick and she got like super tactile towards the end when she was like, she just straight up in this and that was not planned. She was like, all right, we're doing 10 minutes of Q and a right. And she's like, who's got a question and just started like riffing with the, with the audience. (laughs) um but it seemed like she really well first off she had 110 slides i oh thought that God. was just insane because she <laughs> had what many. 40 dude caleb it was 45 minutes was the talk and and she had four, and she had 110 slides and so i'm like doing you're doing the math on it you're like okay you got gonna do like 2.1 slides every <laughs> every minute here but um i thought she brought a ton to the to the audience and it was like. There was a lot of like value there in terms of like if you're into business, well, how, what you would take away from it um, and stuff like that. So those would be my two that I would pick to, to hang out with a little bit more.
1: For sure. Uh, I mean, I think for me, I unfortunately didn't get to listen to all the talks in full. I was going to go through the live stream video that we have yeah. and just hear it. I did sit through both Cody and Pedro's talks. Um, Cody... Was exceptional. I mean, that woman is just powerful and incredible. And I was kind of like, you know, when 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 you meet some people and they have a big online presence, especially in in this age of like social media influencer and stuff, she's so much more than that. Or Mm -hmm. they have a big podcast and they're just like they can be a real dick. Mm -hmm. And she was not like that. No, she was so ever. No, and I met her the night before the cocktail party she really had no reason Mm. to be nice to me or anything. And the next day, she when we were at the summit, she was like, Hey, Karen, I want to introduce you to my friend, Nick Gray. Um, So she was like, connecting us like she she didn't have to do that. And that small gesture of just remembering and acknowledging meant the world. And so I will always have so much respect for people like that, as opposed to somebody else who was there, I'm not going to name any names, who wasn't one of our speakers, but has a huge podcast. And I was like, oh my God, he's so amazing. He's he's great. And he was just like a little kind of awkward in person. Um,
0: That's a nice way of putting it.
1: Not, not necessarily very um, humble or yep. I don't know, you know, maybe he was scared. Maybe I, my like six foot two... <laughs> <laughs> tight red dress i was <laughs> like i don't know well <laughs> i'm day, not
0: too and i didn't have a tight red dress on and i got the same feeling so i don't know about that
1: okay got it okay well that's good to know then I'm <laughs> like, i don't know if it's- i'm making someone uncomfortable or if they're just a dick
0: no uh and i'll wait till you uh take off to to slander the person <laughs> so you don't have to get caught in my butt slinging but i agree with you i had the same experience and i have a few thoughts on that as well um but uh let's let's chat a little bit about the CrossFit for Health Summit. It is right around the corner. Are you stoked? Are you excited?
1: Um, I'm so excited. Oh my god, I'm like beyond excited. I still am kind of sleep deprived from the from Gabrielle's event. Mm, yeah, but right. I mean, just the caliber of speaker that we have at the CrossFit for Health Summit, the um just coming off this event and and it's at, at exactly the same venue, follows a very similar structure, so we know. That the venue is going to come to the party. Like everything was phenomenal. Like it, the drinks, the welcome, the temperature, the food. Like everything was fantastic. Like knowing that structures in place has me so excited. And then having this focus just on the CrossFit community, essentially, and highlighting the benefits of CrossFit is super, super cool. Um, we are adding some more events that I haven't announced. Um, So me and Matt are hosting an after party around the corner at a place called the parlor. So that's going to be happening on Saturday, February 3rd from, I think like seven until nine and then beyond. And we'll have a DJ and it will just be like a ton of fun. Um, But I am super, super stoked for the event. I think, you know, the Gabrielle's event was about health, obviously, like her message was so powerful. But then there was like a lot of business and mindset and entrepreneurial stuff involved as well, which gave the audience a huge range to take home from. This is going to be very much more focused on pure fitness, health, exercise, longevity, um, you know. And so I think anyone in the fitness and health space who is wondering if they should join or if this should, if this will be beneficial, it absolutely will. And I think just from this past weekend as well, the power of networking Mm -hmm. and meeting people in person, like it's second to none, like literally second to none. The other event that we haven't really announced and that I will announce is we are going to have a huge rock so we're partnered with GoRock. We're gonna have a massive rock from the hotel uh mm. very early this Saturday morning. You do have to sign up for it. So I will be sending out an invite. If the invite will go out to the VIP ticket holders first, and then we'll open it to the rest of the people. But it's capped at 50 people. Carrie Hare, um, who used to be with CrossFit as well, is gonna be there. Um, and I think just you know, having GoRuck's presence. As presenting sponsors for the CrossFit for Health Summit is very special, right? Mm, Because the way they show up and the way that they just um, bring together community in a way that's very powerful is very exciting. And we just had, we had Jimmy with us, Jimmy Ledford. who's the the president of Gorak this past weekend. And, um, you know, spending time with him was just awesome. So having them all there is going to be really fun.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because uh the last event was a lot of fun and this one feels like like I'm at home. You know, we're gonna know everybody there and like it's all it's all my it's all my people, it's all my CrossFit people. Uh everyone will be rucking. Yes, not a taxidermy. Um there was Yeah, where event. are you coming? Eric, Eric Wise, massive ruck. Yeah, I get ruck hard just thinking about it. Nice. Oh my
1: god, you did not say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just
1: date um does car
0: need a jonathan ortega does car need a date for the after party well only if you're going are you going jonathan
1: well yeah everyone needs to come everyone can be my date i'm like oprah
0: <laughs> that's that means you got friend zoned right there jonathan that's just what
1: happened. oh my gosh Ooh. stop listen matt no <laughs> sorry
0: sorry sorry <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um so cool. jonathan Gashville. i
1: love you we actually chat
0: yes okay so then then there you go Jonathan um the real Kevin she's 60 no she's not but when she's rocking those heels and that red dress she is she's a powerful woman that was the thing I was gonna say about Cody Sanchez like when she was like off stage she was like super sweet she was like warm a little bit compared to like some of the speakers almost and that could be their like I gave them the benefit of the doubt like I was thinking to myself like okay, if I had to jump on stage and speak in front of all these people and it's being live streamed and stuff like that, like how would I be acting in the green room? And I'd probably be a little like, you know, a little nervous and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be too like open to conversations, but she was really warm and she was really open. But then when she got on that stage, she was like, her presence was incredible and she was like super powerful. So I thought that was like really cool how she could just kind of like turn that on, like own the room. And then like, right when she gets off, she's like, hi, I'm Cody, you know, super sweet and like nice. And yeah, that was cool. Um, okay, so we have the so everything's clipping wrong with the CrossFit for Health Summit. There, if you live in the Austin area, you should definitely be going. Cave Dasher had a question. He said, Do do we have to attend the summit to go to the after party? Is it blocked off just for that? Do we have
1: No, you just have to buy a ticket. And I haven't released the ticket sales yet, but I will probably today. And it's just minimal. And actually, like we're 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 kind of starting to work with this one nonprofit that I love. And I'm not going to say anything right now because it's not like ultimately, although it sounds like everything's up to me, it's really not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is CrossFit's event. So hoping to kind of give some of the proceeds from that for profit from that event to this nonprofit who's doing phenomenal work with affiliates and a a specific community.
0: Okay. Awesome. So we, uh, but if you're not in the Austin area and you're not able to travel, we have something for you. There is uh obviously you could attend the event virtually. There'll be a live stream um going down, and we have a little giveaway. Caleb already participated in it. We've already edited it. <laughs> he, he might not remember, but he did, and so did uh Sevon. And so what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be giving away completely for free a virtual live ticket, but there is a barrier to entry. You need to create a short video and we do have a landing page with all the rules and where you need to submit it. Okay. So we'll make sure that we get that and throw that in the uh, comments for you guys that want to do it. But basically you just need to talk about how CrossFit has changed your life and how it's affected you and the people around you. Um, But please go to the landing page, make sure you hit all the points first, and then you submit it to us. And once you do it and your video gets approved, you will get a free live stream ticket. That's correct. Right. I didn't screw that That up. That is
1: correct. But you also do have to share it on social media. Sorry. Right.
0: Yes. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. You got to share it on your page and then, and then link, you send the link that you shared on your page into the landing page yes. so we could see it. And that would also put you in the bucket of knowing that you get a free virtual ticket. So if you guys aren't able to join the event, you could still check it, uh, live and you could do it just by talking about how, what CrossFit has done for you, share it and, uh, we'll get you hooked up. Now. Do you remember it, Kev? I remember now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm I got talking, it all. Ended it up just
3: about so shit my pants. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, it's funny because when I was pulling that clip, you like tried to get out of it. And then like Savan tried to save you and Karin was like, nope, Caleb, your turn. It just like doubled down. She's like, so fuck if you're getting out of
3: this, bro. Right. We're in this. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> and you know, Caleb, you were magnificent. And so just like a lot of respect to me for pushing you outside your comfort zone.
3: Hella respect to Karn for that. Yep. Yep. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I
0: always give credit where credit's to you, huh? There we go. Yeah, and um, actually, you talked about it, Caleb, because you were like, I'm going to go get my L1 uh, with my dad, with my wife. And that was just this past weekend.
3: And so um,
0: now we've seen it doing. How Uh,
3: was it? It was great. My dad has been doing CrossFit for like five or so years now. And uh, just from listening to the show all the time, he said, he's like, fine, I'll take my L1. He he needs stuff to do, basically, because he's kind of on the verge of retirement and he's just trying to find things to do and uh since he's been doing cross for so long and the, the l1 the seminar ended up being at his affiliate also my affiliate and uh so he's like signed up and uh i think he liked it he really appreciated it he got some good information out of it um i think at some point he was like he was bored during the the what's it called the uh programming talk he he's not he's not he doesn't really care programming at all See which the is the last day and he's like ah, i'm not over this but i think he enjoyed <laughs> it. it was cool my wife took it too so i think she enjoyed it as well
1: that's amazing
3: yeah you got a uh, nearly the whole family started doing crossfit now which is kind of oh, nice
1: that's so special are you Forget coming to the summer? keeps on
3: giving i don't know i think it's the same weekend that i have to uh work for the for the government so
1: well listen caleb what's more important
3: Mm. I know, she's I know. I know, I know. I told him, I think I'll get like a desertion, uh, something. They'll, they'll probably call me AWOL and
1: wouldn't it be worth it?
3: Yeah, you're probably right. It would be worth <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> for the government's not that fun. Oh my goodness. I don't know. She's I'm here on a green. She's corn. got a point. She's got a point. <laughs>
0: oh man so do we have that url sorry card i thought i had the url for them to submit but i don't over here can you shoot that to me in a text and we'll get that put into the um comments for everybody Uh, i
1: can't can't text you while i'm on here my phone's dead but if you go to cross for health summit.com and you go to like in the top where the menu bar is you go to challenge click on there and then all the details are there
0: perfect so we'll drop that into the uh comments for you guys to be able to enter that and you'll be able to get a free ticket to the virtual event that's be awesome.
1: freaking awesome okay can you actually share one of the videos or is this am i pushing the envelope too much this morning
0: um let me see i think i can
3: i don't have it pulled off of um yeah give me one second i think i could see Here, that. i'll put the link in the in the chat here and then i'll put it in the description of the video as well it gives you all the instructions here you can just kind of peruse through them it's pretty easy um and then at the bottom put your name email and then the url for the video that you've created put it up on any social media you'd like instagram youtube make it a short Mm -hmm. or not make a real video do a vertical do a horizontal wow put some filters
1: on emojis yeah, dude. There is that a mistake, ends, though. Oh. There is a Ooh. mistake in the line. It says giveaway ends January fifth. That's obviously in, incorrect.
0: Yeah, Ooh, just ignore that. On. It ends when we. I'll, t- I'll remove that shortly. <laughs> um. Okay. Who do we want to see? Do we want to see Caleb's reel or do we want to see Sevon's reel? Oh god! Let's, you actually made it. You made it. Let's, do we,
1: let's do whatever you think.
0: Okay. Perfect. Caleb, it is. It's all about you today, Caleb. Look, it's twinning. <laughs> Want one is he? Dude, Just you know the what the funny <laughs> side note real quick? Grace will like look through old photos because she has this time hop. So it'll pop up like a year from now or whatever. And there was one that popped up from like four years now. An and she looked at it and then she spun the phone. She's like, you're in the same exact outfit. <laughs> like literally <laughs> I was wearing the same shit I was wearing from four years ago. Oh my <laughs> goodness.
3: That is. Hey, it still is- works. There's no holes in it. You know, it's still comfortable. It doesn't smell. Yeah. I Burn keep it. it
0: clean. I keep it clean.
3: Oh, wait, can you guys hear that? CrossFit. There it is. When I was in college, I got my dad to start going to do CrossFit. He's actually ended up starting battling cancer. And I think because of his ability to do CrossFit and his continuation through CrossFit, he's been able to stay healthy. and in remission. No more recurrence of cancer or anything like that. It's got my mom to start moving too. She started doing some workouts. That's really good, And kid's I mom. got my wife to start doing CrossFit as well. <laughs> I got my level one a long time ago, and I found it really valuable. I learned a lot of stuff about nutrition, and I'm able to teach a lot of my family members about it, a lot of my wife's family members about it. And I found it super valuable in mean, every facet of my life. So give me free tickets.
0: Simple. <laughs> Simple.
3: I like that.
0: Hey, did you <laughs> notice that that guy that did the push-up he's kissed there. the wall?
3: Ability- no, no, I knew through CrossFit he's been able to stay, <laughs> able to stay- <laughs> healthy. <laughs> <laughs> <in remission.
1: laughs> oh, my God. Inspired by Caleb.
3: Oh, so there you go.
0: Simple. You, you guys go. can do it.
1: <laughs> What about your video, Matt? It's, it's like-
0: Mine's a little bit different. Mine's a push to get people to go and do it. You want to see mine? Okay.
3: All right. All Caleb, right.
1: just by the way, you were spectacular. If you're ever doubting yourself, just go back to that video.
3: Okay. Yeah. That's a good uh, good <laughs> confidence boost. I like it.
0: Use it to supercharge your confidence. You guys make Caleb's video. <laughs> yeah, right. The seven out of 10 people in the United States die every single year due to chronic disease. And we have the solution. If you are a coach, if you are an affiliate owner, or if you are just somebody who is curious, this summit is for you. It is our job, not only as coaches, to continue to expand our knowledge in coaching and movement and nutrition, but also the science behind what we do and why it's so effective. So register below February 3rd, be the CrossFit for Health Summit in Austin, Texas. We'll see you there.
1: Matt, you feel like missed your calling in life. I mean,
0: missed it or I'm just I'm just walking the path. Finally,
1: you're actually finally walking the path. I mean, we discussed this three years ago. You already knew what all these top speakers at Gabrielle's event was saying and you're implementing it, huh?
0: I'm slowly but surely. Just take some time. Do you guys want to see some? This is I'm going a little bit off here. You want to see the first commercial I shot? Caleb, have I showed you this before?
5: The grill-tastic?
0: Oh, no, I haven't seen this. I can't wait. Okay, all right. Okay, so I uh it wasn't the first time I started selling stuff. This video is from seven years ago. We're definitely not watching the whole thing. We'll watch like three seconds of it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's forever on YouTube, but um here we go. Matt here with the Girl Tastic by Sienna.
2: <laughs> so
0: here's the funniest part. It's a prototype. So right when I go to like work, like do it, the the front of it like breaks off. <laughs> so I, we had to I cut right there, hard side. At I geez, oh. <laughs> Anyhow, I won't make you guys suffer through <laughs> that any longer. But that's uh, a super heavy duty brush, dude.
1: That made my, oh my day. <laughs> what happened Everybody to it? I still, need one
0: now, Susan. With the hard sell, crossfit or die. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that oh my god!
1: Incredible. Do you know what I loved yeah. about the live stream videos are?
0: Hmm. Is
1: that no one really mentioned, and I'm sure there are people about like a PR or any physical feat, right? Like none of us who spoke about it. Like Susa did a huge sales pitch, which, you know. Yeah. You can go get his company at medialaunch.io if if you want more of his brilliance. And then Caleb spoke about health and his dad's like cancer journey and stuff. And Sevan as well spoke about yeah. his mom, like how it changed her life. And then I think I just mentioned my divorce and the power of community.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So a salesman and then people who just actually improving in life. That's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we do oh want to see God. everyone's videos. It'd be so interesting to see a wide range of people and what, you know what I mean? Like, and, and how it's changed their lives.
0: Yeah, that I mean, and that's the point. We want to hear it from what it's done for you guys and what makes CrossFit special, and then you get to share that. And on top of that, you get a cool free ticket. What more can you ask for? Okay, so, um, Karen, before we let you go, is there anything else we want to uh, talk about?
1: No. Why? Why is it not showing on YouTube? Oh, we are.
0: What's not showing on YouTube?
1: We are. There are. I thought.
0: Oh, Caleb and I are professionals. I knew. There's oh 160 God. people watching us, so we had to come. From what? Somewhere.
1: That's yeah. incredible. Yeah,
0: it's good. It's good. It's not the uh, 1100 Caleb and I had hoped for, but
1: <laughs> oh, you guys can still build it up. You got this.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. You can so, raffle
1: up dates with me if you want. What's that? You can just raffle, raffle up a date with me if you want. Oh, oh hell,
0: hell no. no. yeah! Exactly. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We'll get. We to, may we'll have get to pay the
1: person, person I'm gonna go on the date with, but whatever. <laughs>
3: we we'll just pam no, and drink. No,
0: no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. Yeah, Saiki. I thought her phone was dead. That's what I thought. <laughs> it is. Look at look, wait, look. <laughs> look at us on a smaller screen.
3: <laughs> God, charge your phone.
1: I don't know where my charger is. I think my son's. My son took it last night.
3: You're that kind of person, huh? You just let it die.
1: <laughs> I hate my phone. I'm like trying to create a life where I don't have to check emails. No one ever phones me. Like I'm. I'm, like,
6: done. That's what I have. I have,
1: got an just... iPhone 10.
0: You have an iPhone 10? I think. Awesome. Well, there hasn't been much innovation. Okay. So, um, all right, Karin, okay. thank you very much. We'll, I'm sure, check in with you another time or two prior to the event. But, everybody, go over to the com. Go get your tickets. Do the entry. Get the free virtual giveaway. I mean, we're just giving shit away, guys. All you got to do is put a little elbow grease into it. Make a video. Have some fun with it.
1: Yeah. And you get to be
0: able to attend the virtual event.
1: And it'll make us feel so special. So if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for for me and Matt and Kayla. Do it.
0: Do it for Karen. Okay. Mostly for Karen, though. Yeah. Please she's guys. the best. No one's doing shit for us. They already know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I love you guys. Okay. I'm gonna get my kids to school. Thank I you channel. so
0: much, Karen. See you later. Okay, bye. Adios. Boom, boom, boom,
3: boom, boom. You see the notes? I actually, I actually prepped. I did something here. This is more prep than I've ever seen. Any of us do in the past two years.
0: (laughs) So we also have the live call in number going. I hope it should the call forwarding should be on. If anybody wants to do our usual call in and test it so you get a freebie without having to feel scared about calling in, please do so now so we could um see if it's working. I got a couple of things we want to talk about. Today is gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode. I gotta jam out of here um a little bit after eight. But I put together some topics and uh, the first one I want to talk about is something we kind of ended on with the last show was, which was the definition of Liberty. And I just think it's uh it's important that we know. And so if you give me the microphone, we are going to give the definition again. So I always like anytime you hear somebody saying, well, democracy, democracy, remember, that's just a group of people voting for what's right. And that brought us to Salem witch trials too. The majority agreed that we should, burn people at the stake because they are witches and so that's not exactly the best form of governance but if we do it with liberty then um yeah we're all operating on the same sheet of music so the state of being free within a society from oppressed restrictions imposed by an authority on one's way of life behavior or political views that's it wait taxidermy can we Can we stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance at the top of every show? Yes. Yes, you can. (laughs) Okay, so we got a couple topics today. We could talk about um, uh, why policies affect small business and what that means to you. We could talk about the um, president of Argentina, Javier, at the World Economic Forum and what he said there. We could also talk about an email sent out by Google talking about how it's going to be censoring things uh around um sensitive subjects or sensitive events rather uh we could talk about an alien species that was discovered at the bottom of the ocean um we could talk about a little we could just scan over at Hiller's page just check his Instagram and see what pops up. I don't know. There's always something exciting to talk about. Uh we could also talk about old people in CrossFit. We could talk about luxury or what about our what the fuck moment with the Heat One app. Caleb you wanna you want to choose where we start? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Taxidermy saying, oh. "What's up? What's Hiller up to?" All right, let's go see Hiller. Should then. we start with that? Sure. We'll start it with a bang. So I want to we'll talk go about over. aliens
3: too at some point?
0: Okay, we'll do we'll do the alien we'll do the alien bit bit next. Um, here we go. Okay. So regarding one of uh. Hiller's most recent posts, and it states on there, Be friendly because I can't tag Brian hid my post on his recap from Waza. So here it is. I took an exact quote from where he sucks himself off and again belittles the Sevon podcast for five to ten minutes and then gave my opinions based on the two-hour episode I had just listened to. Welcome to the echo chamber.
3: What's what's happening over there? I hope he listened to that at like one and a half speed or like two times speed. Why why is that? Just to speed it up a little bit? Yeah. It's two hours of just stats, dude. I don't care to listen to stats for two hours. I also don't care to listen to the cadence of conversation that they have. It just, it just takes forever. Anyway
0: yeah i mean it's pretty dense like if you definitely want your like straight up statistics and like a lot of dense information about the athletes about the events and stuff like that his is the channel to uh go to um and it looks like a couple people are also agreeing agreeing with you we need Hiller to call in we if he's listening he could definitely call in and we could chat a little bit about it um, but yeah, I'm not going to read this whole entire thing, but the gist of it was, is I, I think that Hiller felt that, um, there was this, uh, undertone of him. Oh, he is in the comment. Andrew, what's up, dude? If You want to comment on this? Hello? at mean, just, just come in and we can talk about it too. Come on in, dude. Um, but yeah, it just sounds like that, um, that something that was said on there kind of rubbed Hiller the wrong way and he was posting about it and then it looked or commented about it on the YouTube channel. And they either hit it or removed it or it disappeared, something of the sort. And we will find out now. Hiller, welcome to the show. Yo.
7: Hey, what's I just up, clicked dude? on the show and I saw this was on there. And I was like, oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we had a plethora of topics and uh, and uh, not a taxidermy said, let's start with um, what was going on over here. Do so <laughs> you care to elaborate?
7: With, let's start with the truth, right?
0: Okay. Isn't that the same? Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Science. Come on oh hey athena athena hey coach she's down nine pounds already before we get into that how's that going are you two hitting it off yeah i'd say so and and like do we do you meet
7: daily do you meet weekly like so far we're doing we're doing a weekly call and our our first call was probably about two hours and then we talked on the phone the other day for something about an hour yeah and we're just catching up and setting up workouts and kind of refining a couple of things and it's gonna it's gonna be a process where at a certain point it's gonna be super dialed in just piece by piece but it's she it's how how is she adjusting to certain things and so far it's awesome i think
0: yeah well she's a wonderful person i've got to hang with her a few times and she's very warm and has great energy which is awesome um so yeah, I'm I'm really curious as to how that's gonna go, with you guys. This, I'm excited to yeah,
7: see it. Every day, we talk almost exactly. every day via text. I told her you she's know. in my five. Remember the T-Mobile five?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, like, in MySpace seven. I don't get
7: the very many, but now she's in the five, and I make sure that I I, I pay a close attention to what's going
0: on there. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure Savannah spoke that once. You guys get a few months into it, we want to have uh, both of you on the show and chat okay. about it, how it's going, and everything else, and he would be a much better person to facilitate that conversation than I. So, yeah, Sean, Sean Letterman, MySpace Top 5. That's right. Uh, Jessica, um, hair is coming
7: in nicely, Hiller. Yeah, it's wicked. It's crazy. Yeah, it looks it's good. microneedling via Alexis and GHKCU via CA peptides. Damn. Oh, crazy. Oh, well, I don't uh, understand. But, yeah, it does look good.
0: Can it fix, like, my gray hair is coming in?
7: No.
0: You can't see him all the time, but then when, you, when I do see him, I'm like, yep.
7: That's cool. Um, do <laughs> that. the, the worst part of it was like right here, and you can't see it. So yeah, I it, up, it was there's like a bald spot coming, it's completely gone. At the rich frowning bald spot, it was yeah. completely gone. So, I don't know what he did. When remember, he buzzed his head at one point, and everyone, was yes. like, all bald, yeah. All you had to yeah. do was some micro needling and some GHKCU fixes everything. Oh, that's it, huh? Yeah. Have you reached out to him? <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> that works for anybody you say oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay so the, uh, there's, there's so the, the point the, of no return from what i know
0: <laughs> so the brian thing what was going on you were watching his show and you felt that he kind of like did he did he smack our, the podcast around or something what what prompted this
7: it builds off of the thing that he had done the other day where he was telling everybody who he is not right mm, okay there's, there's there's a there's a nuance to it there's a tone to it where it's because I'm where I am, you guys should be. Uh, you you don't really understand what it's like to be there. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> we're we're just covering everything from the outside looking in, right? And if it came from just about anybody else, it wouldn't mean all that much. But because it's coming from Brian, he, he it's it's him taking a straight up dump on everything that we did during Wadapalooza weekend. Mm. I, I see all the shows. They don't watch them, of course. So I made right. a point to let him know that I watched all two hours of it. And right around the 14, 15 minute mark, he starts talking about how the rain delays and when you're in the room and I had some say, and I think that it really had a good positive effect on the event. That's the, that's the gist of the quotes. It's a direct quote. So you can even see the ums.
0: Yeah, I know. I, saw, did you just transcribe it or what? Or do yeah, you just listen yeah, to yeah. it? Type it out? Okay. I did. I, did. I, I read that piece and I was like, okay, I see where you were uh you were going with that, um yeah, interesting,
7: well, yeah, it's a direct quote, and that's the gist of it. I was in the room. You don't know what it's like. I had an effect, so he's sucking himself off, as I said in the comment there, and also because you weren't there, and I was, you should listen to me, and you guys don't know what you're talking about.
0: Mm. well, that, it, do you think there's some truth to that though? I mean, maybe he did have some more information than everybody else had had wish well, you would have said it then. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That's like basically saying like,
7: oh, well, I know a bunch of stuff. And you're like, it's well, much you safer now. And I, and I said things that helped everybody. You what? I'm sorry. No, it's much safer now. And it's because of him. I don't know what <laughs> oh. he said or what he did or what those contingency plans were. Uh, but...
3: So you mean like strict pull-ups was a good idea?
7: No, we don't agree with that. But he maybe that was his idea. <laughs> Did you see Angela DeChico's post? of yeah. Wadapalooza? Yeah.
0: That, that was that last year too. That was interesting. Did he say that last year?
7: And what do you think? Mm-hmm. You think it's just because they're um, trying to it's a mayhem Wadapalooza aura that they have a they don't like man mayhe- they don't like Wadapalooza.
0: Okay. Yeah, so if we go to the caption, uh, this is Angelito Chico's Instagram. It says "Worst ran comp of the year." Check. Uh, we still had fun uh, with some good dudes. Check. So, I mean, obviously, he. I mean, I don't know. I I'm. I try to put myself in the shoes of like the event. You know, people running the event, and there, it's hard. I mean, there's a lot of freaking divisions that are happening there. There's a lot of people to manage, a lot of logistics to manage. You have the contingency of the weather that always every year plays a role into it. So you're not only having to create all these events, but I imagine they have to create backup events for every single event that could still be done in the rain or can be shifted. And um, I would imagine that that's pretty tough. And there's always other stuff going on in the uh, background of these events that we might not be per- perfect to, right. Could be some stuff with budget could be some stuff with like logistics and, um, and other things that they're always having to work around. So I always try to give them the benefit of the doubt and, uh, Dylan over at the tier waterpalooza, the benefit of the doubt a little bit. I've never ran an event like this. So, um, I'm not, you know, nor have I competed at one. You competed out there two, three years ago.
7: I've, I was competing there. what like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How was it from your side from as a competitor during those years? Chaos. Chaos.
7: So when he says that I don't disagree. But that said, it's so I think it was Jeffrey Birchfield just read then why go. Mm. Right? Yeah. There's never been one year where it's been anything other than like something going awry. And yet every year it's the biggest competition outside the games and everyone keeps going. So at which rate you can't complain about the madness. You think yeah. it's
3: like a level of FOMO that people have? They're like, oh my God, everybody's having so much fun in Wadapalooza on Instagram. Let's just – let's we, we need to go every time.
7: I think it's a lot of FOMO.
0: Yeah. Well, it is the biggest event that that comes halfway through the season, right? I mean, in terms of like from July, end of July, August, we have the games, and then we got another six months or so, so people are kind of itching to get back in with everybody of their community, and the Miami mm-hmm. Festival offers that at Tier Wadapalooza. So – We'll give him the benefit. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I I will because I'm. I gonna, think it's like, a fair statement
7: from Angelo because it's not wrong, but it's also. I wish I wish he said what because the biggest thing that I saw this year was that final event. It was just like, hey, we're going now. We're going later. Oh, we're going now again. Yeah, yeah. If that's like a direct hit. Then he's got a big point. That's, that's annoying. Yeah, they did it. To, so the last year I competed as an individual. I was in the RS division, so was Nick Matthew. And he just completely missed the event because they did the same thing then. He just he I, I uh called him and I was like, hey dude, we're going on in 10 minutes. He goes, Well, I'm at a coffee booth, I won't be there. <laughs> he <laughs> oh, was just shit. somewhere else.
0: <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I'm not even on the premise. So why, why are you here, Hillary? Are you getting gonna, gonna hang with us for a little bit? When did I hijack I got, the morning? I got, I got 20, 19 minutes. Perfect. Same with me. Okay. So, um, let's stick with this theme. I I'm interested to hear your take on this Hiller. Um, Caleb, it's titled uh, the old people in CrossFit. And, um, this was posted on, uh, S- Sean Patooch's Instagram, Patu- P- 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 Pastooge. 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 excuse me for my, my pronunciation sucks. I'm, I, if you guys ever noticed, I never even like laugh when, Sevon screws any of it up because I am so much worse. And I knew at some point I'm going to, ha- I was going to have to start pronouncing people's first and last names. And I wanted to have the good karma. Okay. So before we play the clip, I got to hang with Sean this weekend. He was at the event that I was at and I, I thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with him like a lot. Like, I don't know if, have you have you guys spent time with uh, Sean in person before?
7: Not time, but I've talked to him.
0: Yeah. I got to spend a little bit of time with him on there and, and I, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed hanging with him. Um, Okay, so let's let's play this clip and then we'll we'll get your take on it, Hiller. I'm gonna
2: be 93 in January. Oh, oh God, <laughs> All right, no, 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 no. Can we be honest for a second? If you're a CrossFit gym owner, you know what you have could be great, and you don't want a 193 year old annie holmes in your gym regardless of how inspiring she is because you can't run friend with 93 year olds it's it's not gonna work oh they're not ready to come into your gym they're not looking for your gym it's not the market you want to go for and i don't know why crossfit keeps telling you to do it crossfit is amazing for the right person walking through the door you want to look for people who've played sports before who are generally healthy from a joint integrity level i'm not talking about physically fit they can be overweight they can be a hundred pounds overweight they just have to be ready to walk in work hard be in an environment with a bunch of alphas that's what crossfit is turning sixes into tens forging elite fitness with the military the firefighters the special forces use gone When did it become Annie Holmes, the 93-year-old who you don't want 100 of in your gym, who don't live in your town, who are going to make your business a living nightmare to run even if you want to help Annie Holmes? Go do some charity work at the YMCA. Go do some charity work at the Senior Center. That's where she is. You don't have to run a business on her. My God, please. Turn okay. This-
7: okay. I think I commented on this. I wonder if it'll pop up if you scroll, Caleb. I wonder. I know I shared it. Maybe not. There it is.
0: If you, tr- Hiller, if you try to talk to everyone, you end up talking to no one. I agree. Zevon even commented on it too. He said, "What did he did, say? Did you see Zevon comment?" Yeah, I think he said, "Wow, there's a lot." of I get what you're saying. Um, okay, so what do you, what do you what's your take on that? God, How do you feel I don't know that? what Zevon means by that. Which part? Because there's a lot going on there. I, I I would imagine that he's just talking about you don't want a hundred of these the older people in your gym like Annie. Do you want a hundred of anything? No, but that may don't focus on the number. Just focus on what what do you think? Do you agree with do you agree with what um Sean's saying here?
7: Not necessarily. Okay. I, I agree with the idea that it's going to be an unsustainable business model to a degree. I th- I, th- I think that maybe with people like Annie, so now Annie's—if you're looking exactly at her, from what I understand of her, she's been doing CrossFit for some time, so she's rather self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a hundred brand new ninety-three-year-olds pop in in one day, you're fucked, mm. right? Yep. Imagine they just jump into your affiliate one day, like something goes viral and they all show up to CrossFit Livermore. Like, are you going to have the manpower? Are you going to have the, the time, the coaching staff to deal with all of this?
0: They have a lot not. of help,
7: a lot of work, right?
0: Yeah. And I wouldn't even possess the skill set to probably give them what they needed immediately because I, I haven't, I that. haven't worked with that population specifically.
7: Well, that's interesting because Athena and I have actually talked about that when it comes to larger bodies. That's, that's mm. something that's cool that her and I have talked about, but it applies here. Yeah. Um. Annie, from what I get has been doing a long time. And the thing that I don't agree with is this is what CrossFit's pumping because then all of a sudden this, this is, this is your genre. They're not doing the turn the sixes into nines anymore, which is what I hear. Maybe that's what Sevan's saying. I know what you're saying and Mm -hmm. he gets it Mm -hmm. because that's what it was for a long time. And now this is it. And I think that potentially he's going as aggressively the other way to get his message across as it seems CrossFit's going aggressively towards the, this message Mm -hmm. and somewhere in the middle is the answer you want. I mean, you want everybody by.
0: Look, here's the deal with this. I, I agree with what he's saying in the sense that I think CrossFit should constantly be speaking to its base. I don't think CrossFit should ever be watered down. I think it should, the base is going to be your first responders your base is going to be people training for the military your base is going to be the tip of the spear crossfit has been forging elite fitness and here's the best part about it what I've witnessed in my affiliate and then hiller you could you could say if you if you've seen the same over the years which is if i focus on those tip of the, the spear people we come in we give them what they need they're able to you know uh continue to grow in their fitness they're not being stifled by anything and then those people go out and grab their parents those people go out and grab other people who are on the fence. They know they need to make the change. They see what's happening with the with the, the people who are that are already doing CrossFit within their family. And they can't shut up about the freaking thing. You got to come to my gym. No, they're going to meet you to where you're at. No, trust me, you could scale everything. No, you don't need to be fit to go into CrossFit, right? And so once they start to do that, those people bring um, the different demographics into your gym that would be the older population, that will be somebody that needs to lose 100 plus pounds. But the thing is, is that they're already coming in with a friend And then on top of that, you're not trying to sell them something because most of those people probably don't want to be sold. The friend is actually helping influence them to bring them in. And we have a caller. Caller, hi.
4: Hey, buddy. It's Fergie.
0: Hey, what's going on?
4: That guy can go fuck himself.
0: Oh, why is that?
4: Dude, first off, as an affiliate owner, you want people who are going to stay, right? Yep. Who aren't going to just do their three months and bolt you know, and that's usually what happens with the young crowd. I've, I've worked out at gyms in uh college towns the freaking turnover is ridiculous. Older people, we tend to just be more pattern based. We'll come in, may not RX, you know, but we're also doing it for longevity. We're not doing it to, you know,
0: comp. Sure. What do you mean by older people? What age are you referring to in your mind when you said that?
4: Well, I'm 61. Okay. And, um, You know, most of the people that I work out with are probably 45 plus, you know, so like we don't give a shit. We're not we're not there to get PRs and stuff like that. We're on the downhill of our, uh, you know, like sarcopenia is a real fucking thing. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, you know, we're valuable part of the gym. Like, don't discount us like we come and we renew. We don't you don't have to chase us down for our monthly, you know, um, membership. You know, we buy shit from the gym if they offer it. You know, we'll do the. The PT, the you know, all the other stuff that you guys do for incremental revenue, you know, we're good customers. Like that guy can go suck a dick. Yeah, but he's referring to somebody
7: who's 90, ninety-three.
0: He's referring to somebody who's thirty years older than you, and he's saying that if we go out and sell to that population, that that that's going to be a failed model. How did you start CrossFit?
4: Well, you know, with any luck, I will be in the gym at ninety-three.
0: How did you start CrossFit?
4: Oh, dude, it's a great story. I was uh, 60 pounds overweight, arthritic, diabetic, -diabetic, pre-diabetic, had uh, stage three kidney disease. And I started running and doing a little bit of um, yoga and stuff. And I just noticed that I didn't have the muscle tone I had back in my powerlifting days. So, Uh um, you know, I bit the bullet. I went in. I I used to hate classes, but my Mm. perception of classes was like spin and shit from the YMCA. I got into this. (laughs) And I became I drank the Kool-Aid day one because I'm I kind of think like, you know, more logically when it comes to exercise. I've been around a long time. I've been through all the trends and it's like, oh, all this stuff connects it. You know, the mobility, the nutrition, uh, the way it's constantly varied, that all connects logically. And it was like I became like, you know, your your typical CrossFit guy that won't shut up about CrossFit.
0: And when you started, did you just go in on your own or did you have a friend or somebody that influenced you to get in?
4: No, dude, I was in, a, I was in a college town uh, near Savannah, Georgia, and I just walked into the local affiliate and they have, they, they ran an amazing affiliate there. I mean, we used to call it the Wyndham of CrossFit. It's mm. the old uh, CrossFit borough. I think he changed the name a couple of years back, but anyway, it's a, it, it's an amazing um, run, Jim, and, you know, great community. And that's the other thing, like, it really does mean a lot to older people to have that community, that sense of belonging with the with the class. You know, we we typically cut up a lot, we make a lot of jokes, and you just you know your mental health is so much better when you're going to CrossFit three four times a week.
0: Well said, thank you, Fergie. We appreciate your input.
4: Yeah, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, righty, man. Bye. Wait,
0: don't leave, Fergie. Oh, my bad. There. Sorry. There's other people out here. He's gone. He I gone. Wanted,
7: I wanted to say something.
0: What are we going to say? I brought brought up the loneliness
7: page. Yep. Because when you sell to the lonely people, it's not, and then you try to conflate it with the community thing that everyone loves. Everyone loves community. Just like Fergie loves CrossFit and everything he said is true. Yeah. But you asked him why he started. Right. Not one person starts because they're lonely (laughs) and not one 93 year old is going to start Oh, I shouldn't say not one because there's always exceptions and maybe there are all lonely. There's all lonely old person. people
3: get lonely, man. All their friends are dead. Yeah.
7: <laughs> <laughs> when you're night, when you're 93 years old, like she's been there. I told you she's been there. What? Eight, 10 years doing CrossFit. Yep. And by all means, she's an outlier. Yeah, for and sure. What you said it's like, why did you start? Yeah. Forging elite fitness. Go to the base.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I,
7: I agree you know, with a lot. Family brings you in.
0: I agree a lot with what Fergie had said about as far as the ideal customer, right? Because when you have people that are in that age group of like, you know, 45 to 65, he's absolutely right. I mean, they're super low drama. Most of them have a lot of stuff coming on. They uh, come going on in their lives. They want to come in and get some awesome fitness in a class. Uh, within their hour, and then they move on, and they most likely participate in all the community events. Like Fergie was also saying, they most likely buy all the t shirts and everything else. They have stable income. Um, <clears throat> very, very, very rarely do they decide that, oh, now I'm going to be Mr. Competitor and I need my own programming and I need to go off into the corner of my gym and make a bunch of loud noises while the coach is trying to coach too. They usually tend to follow along with the program and enjoy that piece of it.
3: <clears throat> oh, somebody calling? Yeah, go ahead, Gabe, go. To, Hold to, on for one second. to Susan's point about, uh, like, speaking to the base, I started CrossFit because I was training for the military. Me and a couple of friends in high school, we were training to go into the military, and that's how we start. We One of my friends, his name's Keegan, he went to the Naval Academy, and when we were in high school, we did CrossFit. That's what we did from, like, junior year on until we went. We simply left for college. So I had been doing CrossFit since I was a junior in high school and that's all i talked about with my family i was like i'm doing crossfit this is how i'm training for the military yeah. This is how i'm training to go to selection this is all this other shit yeah when i did that my parents all everybody around me was curious my friends are curious everybody that i played soccer with is curious about what i was doing people that like my family that's how i got my dad to start doing CrossFit because i was training for the military that's speaking to the base when yeah. i because of that i have i got my dad i got my brother-in-law i have my, my, I'm working on my father-in-law. I'm working on and my mom. Same thing. My brother, he comes across it whenever he comes to town. All that shit. That's how you get. That's how you get members. That's how you get those people to get into the gym. That's more often than not how you're getting people into the gym, not because they're lonely i completely agree with you
0: caleb and i have this uh similar story i I wasn't in the military but the guy i learned it from was in the military and he i was working out with him as he was training and stuff like that and then when he went away and got deployed i was like dude what's going on i told the story yesterday right and he's like it's crossfit.com dude and then after that same deal you know i dove head first obviously got a gym and got my mom and my dad and like everybody involved as well too and i do think that that's the right recipe caller thanks for holding what's your name
6: Hey, this is Ken Walters finally calling in.
0: Ken oh, Walters, baby. how you What's doing, up, brother?
6: I'm doing good. I am calling in because the last gentleman, I'm the same age, 61, and uh, I mean, CrossFit changed my life when I started at 54. And I, you know, I don't know about having a whole room of 90 year olds at one time, but one of the things I'm working with with my affiliate owners recently is trying to get a class during the day to show that when you're 60 or older. You can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it changed my life. I, I uh, my son played professional hockey, and so I was always working out with him before he left home at 16 to work out with 20 year olds. And the minute he left home, and I got in the restaurant industry, I went from 185 and athletic up to 251 pounds. It'll do it. And I went, Ken's joking. And I went in for a, fi- yeah, I went in for a physical, and my doctor said, Ken, I don't know, I was say something last year, but you're starting to look like shit. What's going on? And they did my tests. <laughs> And my triglycerides are through the roof. She said I'm type two, borderline uh, uh, diabetic, coming on mm-hmm. type B or whatever. And uh, so I, I, my aggressive, you know, personality. I just went and started walking. I changed my diet right away. I started running a little bit. I couldn't even run a quarter mile. And uh, I just started doing all these things day after day. And then my daughter had. Uh, she was with a trainer, and she wanted to stop training. And I went into the Anytime Fitness, and I said, hey, my daughter's got two trainings left. I'd, I'd like to try this one-on-one training you guys have. He said, no, can't do it. And I said, hey, you already got my money. Let me try. Mm-hmm. So I did, and the guy does CrossFit, and he did, me, did one training. Does he, he come back tomorrow? I said, sure. So I came back. He ran me through some tests, and, he, and then all of a sudden he goes, hey, you ever think about CrossFit? And I go, oh, here we go. They want more money from me. Well, I came back, and I started doing one-on-one training with him for a year and a half, and wow. the guy said, you know what you need to do? You need to go into a box. You need to come into a box with me. You'll like the community, you'll like what it is. I go, Luke, I can't do it, man. I'm I'm not I don't I'm just comfortable with achieving what I'm doing now. I went into it and now uh, come up this September, it'll be eight years in a box. And the only thing I disagree with the last callers, I am still setting PRs at sixty-one. Mm. I just deadlifted four hundred and one pounds. Yeah, it's dropped down. I did three hundred a month ago. And then I just did a 401 deadlift and 210 press over my head, and um, we're doing PRs for back squats today. Damn I'm at 237. I think I think I'm gonna hit 355. Three years ago, I ran a 712 mile. I couldn't even do a quarter mile, like I said when I f- first got into this. Now I'm I'm nowhere near 712. Now I'm still you know I can get under nine or you know 830. something. it's changed my life. <laughs> And the other thing I agree with is that, you know, people are saying uh, old people can't, shouldn't do this and joints and all that. Yep. I think like the last caller, you got to work in your yoga, mobility, your nutrition. And I, I've drank the Kool-Aid too, as you can tell, I'm all jacked up right now talking about it. I can't wait to tell everybody about it. My family's tired of me telling about it. They right. get it. They <laughs> see it. They get, they get, they get tired of it, but.
0: Yeah. Hey Ken, so, let me let me ask you: Do you think it would be more effective to get people in that are your age that maybe aren't as um, athletic or driven as you if they had their own class, or do you think that it's yeah, important but- to be in the population with the normal group? Normal.
6: Well, you know, and I I had back. some athletic background before, so for me, I was just terrified at first but I, I knew enough. I lifted enough. I ran cross country in high school, different things that I could get back. Yeah. But that's what I was saying. I'm working with my box now. In fact, we talked about it three days ago, about Hey, let's, we're trying to fill, how can we get more revenue in during morning hours and some of our off hours besides just open gyms. And I was like, man, I'd be willing to be an advocate to, to talk about you know older people training and at how everything's scalable and we're looking at possibly doing like something like a midday for 60 and older and you know we just started talking about it and i think that would be better and then filter into a class here there's something like even i did going one-on-one and then finally getting the guts to go into a box
0: yeah yeah. Awesome. Ken, you're amazing. We had some of your stuff up here with your deadlift and your bench press. Dude, it's savage. Uh, I have to tell oh, you. Oh, shoot. I'm not
6: looking thank at you. it because I didn't want to get slaughtered in the comments. That's all right. All <laughs> That's right. Don't Slaughter. you worry about that. Ken,
0: Ken, thank you so much, brother. We appreciate your input. Thanks yeah. for calling, bro.
6: Have a go. I Love what you guys are doing.
7: Thank Let's you, go. sir. Bye. Good hearing from me, Ken. What's
3: really um, funny is, is my dad was just joking the a like, couple weeks ago about... He's like, when you're my age, you can't run a seven-minute mile. Someone's my dad's 50 off. something dad. years old. My dad does cross, he, he does cross and all that shit, but he's just like, he's just old. But, uh, I set a reminder in my phone. So when I'm 50 years old, I'm going to run a seven minute mile.
2: So it's <laughs> a like you can
3: set out like reminders for like decades. <laughs> and so I sent one out for 20 something years from now. And I was like, okay, I'm going to run a seven minute mile
7: when I'm seven, when I'm 50 years you, old. You're going to set some reminders as well, because one day you're going to wake up and be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah right it's like damn i gotta run 10 years since i one. ran i know i gotta do this somehow right. oh my
3: goodness said he did it at 60 years old so if ken can do it at 60 i think i can do it at 50 i was thinking
7: about Sevon during that call and i'm thinking like stefan's always talking about his back and how he doesn't lift heavy stuff and here we got ken who's 10 years older crushing doing great yeah
0: olivia ken benches
7: more than matt Damn right he does. Yeah. And the end of there, <laughs> right. that comment got me. <laughs> right. Significantly
0: true. more than me.
7: Um, yeah. I popped into my old affiliate yesterday and we're talking about all this stuff. And there was a member who walked up to me. Uh, it's actually a coach's wife. And she has a couple grandkids now. And uh-huh. she's approaching 70, if not 70 at the moment. And it, it's cool to hear her say, because the thing she straight up said is she goes, my daughter's gotten more grandkids and uh everything that we did here allowed me to hang out with my grandkids and keep up with them and it's it's that but she's there because the coach is there because the coach is from the base yeah that's right that's right there you go all happened, roads lead it happened legit
0: yesterday all roads lead to the base okay do you have to jam and say if not i want to get one more take on something go ahead, go ahead. okay uh caleb could we bring up time caps i just added that one at the very bottom i just want to get uh hillers take on this real quick before he's got a jam thanks There's for hanging with this
7: out team. my post about my gym closing that uh it's wicked
0: <laughs> oh it's oh okay so um <clears throat> this is from best hour other day oh man this is jeffrey oh. if if uh you rely on time wow. caps you have a deficiency in your coaching and let's swipe over so we could uh hear it here
8: I disagree if you have to put time caps on there and if you're not saying these things at the whiteboard. If I'm having to use them regularly, it is a signal of a deficiency in some way, shape, or form of my coaching skill. If my coaching is high caliber, rarely if ever, should I be utilizing a time cap? That starts at the whiteboard brief. What do I emphasize? Do I emphasize the load on the bar? Do I emphasize the stimulus? Do I emphasize how the rounds should look and feel? Do I emphasize how many of a given set should be unbroken or how long the set should take. If I emphasize those things, people start to make their own calculation about what weight fits inside of the box that I just traced. And they're like, "Oh." 95 doesn't fit in the box because I know what 95 feels like for me. 75 fits in the box. And all of a sudden now they're thinking about 75 versus like, hey guys, 95, 65. Now I've highlighted the load on there versus like what the outcome should be. A lot of people like to get on their high horse about
7: okay. So he lost my attention after about five seconds. And then yeah, I came that, back was, and, that was pretty and I realized pretty that he's just a jackass.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's wow. the take on that's the take on that.
7: <laughs> that's my take on it. He's a jackass.
0: Oh shit! They can't hear it. Could you guys not hear that? Sorry about that. It's it's quiet,
7: yeah, but the words were there.
0: The the some yeah the sum of it is is he saying that if you have to use a time cap, there's a deficiency in your coaching or a deficiency in the way that you're communicating the stimulus of the workout. I um completely disagree with this.
7: Hillary, disagree. So you agree with me disagreeing? Okay.
0: Yeah, because I yes, because I use time caps in every four time workout, and the reason why I use the time cap. Is very simply, we have a rule at the gym. It's one that I've forced very strongly, which is nobody cleans up any of their equipment until the time cap is over. What is he trying to say here? Like I don't, I don't know. What's the point? I don't know because when I also have the time cap, it communicates what he said. So if I have a work for for yes. example, we had a workout yesterday at the gym. It was four rounds, 54 double unders, 18 total bar, then nine snatches. And the night and the snatches started at 95, and each round they went up and they ended at 155. So for me, I'm like, okay, if you're looking at that and you see the loads, the time cap communicates the parameter which you should be in. Yes, Christopher Christopher rat ray, time cap reflects the stimulus. He
7: took something that makes it incredibly potent and stretched it into a 10-minute video that pissed me off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, and for, I know you had a thought going there.
0: No, 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 but that that was it. It's like I communicate that time cap. And you know how it is, how you get some guys that come in there that are like, "I think I could do the 135." And I'm like, "Bro, you set that PR in your snatch last week. You're probably not going to hit it for multiple reps this week, right?" And on top of that, if you say, "Hey, if you want a chance at completing this under the time cap, as you should be focused on," that immediately communicates the loads and, and how it should be properly scaled. But for me, the most important part of that is the fact that it keeps us together in a group in a four-time workout. Because when I program, I program for the best like five people in my affiliate, Then everybody else scales down, right? So I think about them in terms of the time cap. And then what happens is, is when they finish and they blow that time cap out of the water, and they're done three or four minutes, and I don't allow them to clean up their equipment. They have two options. They could take a cool-down walk, they could stretch, or they could cheer on the people around them. What ends up happening is that everybody that starts to finish up and the couple of people that are taking a little bit longer and are utilizing the whole length of that time cap... Everybody's focused on them. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's waiting. And what I've seen and what have happened in the past is when you don't have that that time cap that's on, what is this, spot? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's missing the sunglasses on his
7: head. If, if this dude spiked his hair up, they will be exactly the same.
0: And when you don't enforce a rule of like, hey, we're not cleaning up together as a time cap, you get all your people who are really quick in the class and they start breaking down their barbells and can put it away. And guess what happens? Everybody else in the class just follows their lead. So even when you're middle of the pack, people are finishing or some of the people that are taking a little lot and finish, they start breaking down their equipment immediately and they start putting their stuff away. And what ends up happening is the newer people at your gym that are probably going to take the majority of that time cap, even though they're properly scaled. They end up looking around and going, Shit, everybody's done, except for me. Everybody is cleaning up, they're packing up, and they're no longer engaged with, with the class at all. So, for me, the most important piece of the time cap is that allows us to say, Hey, nobody cleans up until this piece is over. And then we all break down the, together. We all break our equipment down together, and people are focused on the last people finishing on the floor or potting or like hanging out or just making sure that they're present while they're finishing. So, that's my take.
7: Caleb, yes. Uh, <laughs> Caleb doesn't uh, want to step on the, the toes of the best hour of the day.
3: No, I don't. I, I think I think it's I think what Will is saying is true. I think you probably need to improve your. He says I think he's saying that, uh, is that you have tons of people hitting time caps every day. You're not coaching properly and scaling for people to do the workout and the intended time and stimulus. Yeah.
7: Yeah, sure. and i think that
3: i think that's kind of what say
7: that though because i i think they're probably no right, he, did. he no, didn't no fern,
3: fern didn't say any of that i think it's all everything that he's that was in that video was like implied like he was i don't know he chopped up a really shitty portion of his of his speech it's but like i agree i think
7: this quote what, what was that what was the point of this right yeah well his whole thing was saying
0: that if you have to use a time cap there's a deficiency in your coaching like that was the theme of what he was saying, and I I don't agree with that whatsoever. I don't think the two are are related. <laughs> right.
7: Okay. Right. And you're doing friend, and you want people to finish friend in four to six minutes, right? Ish, unless you're elite and you're smashing it, but that's kind of where you're going for. Yeah. And you don't want people to take 15. You give it an eight minute time cap. Yep. And that's why? exactly the time why cap. because you want them to finish under eight fucking minutes. It's, it, it's a chicken before the egg. And yeah. like, no, we're not even chickens. We're so cows. So we're better than everybody. We have to be cows. It's like <laughs> yourself. Well, and, and they the thing, eat chicken. And the thing is
0: too, is if you have somebody who's improperly um, scaling the workout for themselves because they just want to use the RX uh, weight and they end up just hitting the time cap all the time, it's it's self-governing. Cause then he goes, see, yeah. imagine if you went a little faster and finished the workout, right. how it's supposed to be. You, you would have away. a time.
7: Yeah. I, bro, the worst bro. thing is that that post has almost 500 likes on it. So I don't know if 500 people don't even watch it and click and click the like button, but everyone should disagree with that.
0: Now, all those 500 people have never owned an affiliate or coached in one
7: <laughs> or they have, and they didn't watch it because it's unwatchable. It seems like the best part <laughs> people have known an affiliate either.
0: Uh, Caleb, you get to pick the last topic on there.
7: Fire away We're know, gonna go pretty soon here. Where's yeah, I, list got, list I got, I for-
0: got notes, bro. We got topics and notes. I'm so trying to get into uh, a
7: Greg episode this morning. It was good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 It, it, People... was, it was different than the, the, it, like sevens are, they're, they're, they're different, you know, right? because they're, they're conversation based and it seemed like you had pitched a bunch of stuff. It was, it was good to have a little different.
0: Yeah. And when but I, originally... it's all good. I love them all. No, for sure. But when I originally um, kind of talked to Sevon about like, hey, here's what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think about this? He literally said, he goes, that's fantastic, because that's something that him and I wouldn't necessarily talk about, mm-hmm. right? Due to the proximity of the relationship, how long they've known each other and stuff. So for me coming in blindly and asking all those questions, not having lived through it, I, it just gave a different different perspective. And Caleb, I don't know if you held your breath and read all the comments from our show yesterday, but people seem to really like it. Oh, not really? really? was a little afraid to get I, in there that was a fire and forget for me <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the last uh, topic we're rocking here is four new species of deep-sea octopus
7: discovered near Costa Rica. Caleb, do you want to bring something up? Yeah, let me bring up this octopus, man. Hey,
0: in his defense, (laughs) that was part of my show, so I don't don't want you to to bash on him, but I knew Caleb was excited for the alien things. Okay, so for those of you guys that can't see it, if you're just listening to this, they have this picture of these little um, octopuses that look like they're hatching, and the one in the photo that you could see looks exactly like a little alien alien head that you would see from like an et or something like that
3: dude that's a trip yeah i hope that we start doing more deep sea uh exploration of things and find like some weird shit i want to know like what's down there i don't want to go explore myself because the ocean's terrifying but right it's pretty cool i think octopuses are something that are very interesting as well just because of how smart they are and because they have that like little camouflage effect to them mm-hmm I think it'd be cool to learn about them more.
0: Dude, it's one of those things that like I feel we always are trying to explore upward and outward rather than inward. Like, and I mean that metaphorically in like actually, right? Because there's so much stuff that is in our oceans in here that we haven't necessarily broken down. Like, have you seen that the thing that they did with the um fungus uh in the Japanese subway trains? No, no, what so there is a, a fungus that kind of Grows its branches out and i'm and i know i'm fucking this up so people that are like they don't have branches i know they're not branches i'm just trying to describe it in a way that people can understand and so what they did is um oh oh shit there's Why a video I can't find a oh, video it's of lying. it no one. it's in the ocean all right I thought that wow was a bridge. and that thing's tiny yeah dude it's incredible
5: cephalopods
0: so they took a <laughs> schematic of like the schematic they took like a map of like the city of like tokyo which the streets are all crazy and everything's nuts and they put this like uh fungus in it that continues to grow and what it did is it, it spread its all itself all the way out and then it started to refine it to the most efficient way it could deliver nutrients to it and then base to its like outer edges and then basically what they did is they took that as the map to build the most efficient subway train in tokyo and oh so if yeah you, I it, heard of that. you could yeah, you could see
3: it. Oh, that's cool. That's great like, I- like the there was something that they did in at some university where they just allowed the the students to dictate what was going to be built, like where the sidewalks would be, what kind of buildings they needed, all that stuff. And so you just have the students or the people occupying the space build everything they need so you if say you needed a sidewalk but you didn't know where to put the best sidewalk you just let people walk around and then you see the most worn areas of the grass or most worn mm-hmm. areas of like the ground and then you're like okay well this place this actually needs a diagonal sidewalk here instead of a straight one or like a crossed one anything like that it's really cool i like that
0: yeah yeah and that's and i know i might have butchered that um you know fungus thing but you guys it oh, was good okay. no
7: no yeah, like- yeah
0: and um uh who's chris carter there's something like 95 percent of the ocean that has st- uh, that's still unexplored yeah absolutely man
3: well when you have people who create submarines that are not technically sound and then they just go try to explore the titanic and kill themselves it's pretty hard to you know yeah people
0: it. get a little gun shy after that huh yeah i don't <laughs> think anybody get... wants
3: to
7: do that anymore
0: people get a little gun shy
7: Did you okay s- I- have you ever heard this thing about the titanic like you, you know what kind of movie that is, right? Titanic. The James Cameron one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, what, what If you think about Titanic, what kind of movie is it?
0: Oh, romantic. 100%, like a romantic.
7: Yeah. It's a You're wrong. Story. You're wrong. Action is- thriller. Because it's some old chick, right? And she's giving a recant of her time spent there. Yeah, right? CrossFit space. But this, chick has, but this chick has had a family and kids, and she's on her deathbed. And she's telling a story on her deathbed about some dude that she banged out a boat 70 years ago. And she died.
4: <laughs> so and I, everyone's uh, like, oh, this love story. Yeah.
7: But in the meanwhile, she's just like some hoe giving a story about some dude that she can't get over. So,
0: <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack.
3: Never yeah. let go. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's what we think about on our deathbed. Okay,
0: so um, let's make one more real quick. I don't believe this. There's no way. Yeah, and I, I mean, like a titanic reference, really nothing. Sorry, it's way harder for me to pay but attention to these it, gosh, Siri uh, <laughs> comments when also hosting the show. it's a little it's a little tough. All right, so let's finish on maybe one more. Um, let's make it spicy. Let's talk about the World Economic Forum and what the uh, President of Argentina said. I had some stuff about the importance of small business and ownership that was going to layer in, in front of this, but um, I think we're we're good here. So, uh, whoa! The newly elected president of Argentina delivered a speech before a large crowd in the World Economic Forum conference in Davos, Switzerland, on Wednesday. Um, Jesus, excoriating. Exc- Thank you. Collectivism and champion individual liberty. There's that word again, people, and that's why I wanted to give this definite the definition one more time so we're all on the same page at the beginning of the show. So when we play this clip, you have that in your mind when you're thinking about it. Okay,
5: let's roll the footage. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. Today I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism.
0: We're here
5: to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Do believe me, no one better place than us, Argentines, to testify to these two points. We're here to tell you... Okay, You you can leave that piece. Yeah,
0: we don't need to listen to that portion of it. Why does he need to say what he wants to say? Well, he's at the World Economic Forum, so I think he's trying to like get around it somewhat, but still still make the point there. And um, yeah, that shit's kind of crazy, right? In terms of like a globalist uh government, I can't see how that would end well in the long term. And let me let me put it this way. Hiller, when you uh own the CrossFit gym, right? And you moved from uh, cause you originally were coaching there and then you, and then you became an owner. Right. And, right. and bear with me cause it may not hundred percent, uh, hundred percent apply. But when your did your mindset change from, I'm just coaching to now I own this place in terms of the responsibility and the care and the time and effort you put into it? I mean, yeah, yes. Right. So <clears throat> if you, Caleb, you purchased the Shattuckin. And you're putting in fucking hours. And if you guys aren't following it on YouTube, go follow it on YouTube. The Shattigan. He's putting in hours fixing it up. Would you do that if I owned it and was just renting it to you? No. Okay. So the point I'm making here is that ownership is going to automatically make people care way more. And if I own a home and a community, how much of my personal responsibility for my home and then the surrounding community goes up? a lot because now I own this house. This is my house. And then now this little piece of it, I want it to be good in my community because the house I own is in this community. So it has this effect where it starts to, it starts to um, relay onto other things, right? You're not only to own your house, but then you want the surrounding area to look good. You don't want your neighbor's lawn to look like shit either. You're like, hey, come on, let's take a little like care of our stuff here, right? And when you have something that is uh, a collective like he's talking about or we have an entity that is owning a bunch of stuff that's happening like with all of our companies and with a lot of the properties in the US as well too and you take away the ability for people to own stuff or the cops aren't, you know, taking care of the businesses and so over here like in the bay area and people could just trample through and break your stuff therefore you feel like you don't have any ownership or any any protection of that property people fucking care a lot lot less And the more people that care less and the more people that don't feel like they could have ownership, it gets replaced by dependency. And then once you have dependency on these entities that are owning the stuff that you have, you essentially don't have any control or freedom over what you're doing anymore. And for me, that's a super slippery slope.
3: Any thoughts there? It's like keeping up with the Joneses if you if i'm if i'm mowing my <laughs> we'll get to tank reads after your comments if video. i if i'm if i don't mow my lawn like okay what's funny is that this this house and this and the property that it sits on is an absolute shithole. hole but the rest of the property within this neighborhood is very well kept very well like done up everything this guy never left his house so the guy who like lived here didn't care i mean he owned it but he was just so decrepit and incapable of doing anything as soon as we moved in completely different i'm we mow we're mowing our lawn i'm cleaning out the yard i'm cutting up the bushes i'm repainting the it doesn't smell like shit anymore i'm getting rid of the old junk that's been sitting on the front yard for years on end i've removed everything like i've gutted this whole place it's because i own it and i that i care about this that's right. I, want the rest. I don't want this. This, I'm, this is like the cornerstone of the entire neighborhood. And when people drive by this neighborhood, they like see this and they just see it as like this shithole. But because I own it now, I'm not going to let the rest of the neighborhood look like shit because of this, because of the property that I own looks like shit.
7: Yep, exactly. Unless you take pride in it looking like shit. Like Unless, yeah, <laughs> sure.
3: Yeah, like the last guy. He took pride in this place looking like shit. So that's the way that it looks.
7: My neighbor's house looks like shit. It's wicked. He loves it.
3: Fuck that guy.
5: We're going
0: to end on this. uh, Tank Reeves, our local contrarian here that believes nothing from anybody. Uh, Sousa still thinks ownership is a thing. Here's the deal. We all believe lies. Savon talks about the red means stop. The green means go. It actually doesn't mean any of that. That's just a social contract that we all agree upon. And I'm choosing to believe that ownership and giving the people the power to own something in the sense of how it exists now today, because I realize what he's saying, that the government could come in and like take your stuff regardless or whatever that point is. I get that. But even that facade of ownership in a temporary time is still going to lead to better people making better decisions and taking care of themselves and their property better than they would if they don't own it at all. So this is what I choose to believe, Tank Reads. Now, whether or not that fits within your model of how you believe stuff, it doesn't matter. It's the fucking world we live in. And so if ownership is the only thing that I could rely on in terms of making things better and continuing to to contribute to my community because I care about the place where I live, I own it, and I'm here, then that's what I'm going to choose to believe to operate within the confines of the society that exists today. So unless you got a fucking "Eh, better plan, dog, I suggest you start putting some solutions in this motherfucker, not just... Random little sticking points, all right? Okay. I
7: definitely have to run now, guys. Um I did spray paint my bushes. From <laughs> they were all brown and then they were all green. And no Off one fucking fault. knew anything. <laughs> Lift, oh my gosh. The shatic and spray painted bushes. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Dude, people don't take care of themselves. Why would they take care of the lawns or houses? Again, I don't like that pessimistic view. There are a lot of people that take personal responsibility and those are the ones that we need to focus on. And those are the ones that we need to keep uplifting. If it's, If we don't, it's just a fucking race to the bottom, my friend. And I'm not running that race. All right. Um, I'll see you guys later, Hiller. Thanks for hanging out. Don't forget to do the virtual uh, giveaway, guys. You'll be seeing them posted on the um, podcast IG as well as mine. Uh, you could go to the <clears throat> uh to the landing page, and you could uh, enter in the contest for your free virtual tickets. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. And. In-